11, and the unclean spirit went out and entered into the swine, and the herd ran viciously down a, a steep place into the sea. There was about 2,000 and were choked in the sea. Let's talk a little while this morning about Jesus is still in the fixing business. Jesus is still in the fixing business. I'm going to try to tie our theme uh, for this year. Drawing close to Jesus' son in 2021. I'm going to try to connect this part in the summit this morning. Matter of fact, I'm going to tell you somewhere down the line how you can get closer right. to his son in this year. Is that all right? All right. Do that. Do that. As we look, I'm going to try not to be long. As we look at this chapter 5 in Mark, we find a man that is possessed by a devil. We find a man that uh, has an unclean spirit in him. We find a man that, that, that life has got out of control some kind of way. Mm -hmm. Now, this lesson may not be for everybody. If you haven't had a mountain in your way to climb, if you've never been in a, a valley, mm -hmm. uh, you've never been in a valley uh, 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 that you couldn't see the light at the end of the tunnel, right. if you never lost a job or lost a loved one, mm -hmm. if you never stayed up mm -hmm. all night, Crying, say, Lord, have mercy on me, on me. Then this lesson is not for you because you got it all together. <laughs> but on the other hand, if you have had or been in a situation where only God could fix your life, right. then stay tuned. Right. We find a man that is possessed by a demon. This man is handicapped and living a life of humility. Mm. Uh, we this. This, this possessed man knows about the dark night of the soul. He knows about loneliness. He knows how it feels to be in the midnight hour. He's in a place in his life where there's nothing but confusion and court, uh, 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 confusion and crisis in his life. Sometimes we think, Brother Dexter, that we're having a hard time. Yeah, yeah. We think that sometimes we think that God has let us suffer too long. Mm -hmm. But our life, you understand, when we get in the story, understand that our life is nothing like this man's life. Right, right. The Bible said that this man lived in a cemetery, mm -hmm. that he lived in a tomb. And it said that uh, 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 this wasn't, this, this wasn't, uh, 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 a place that he wanted to be. But the Bible said that this was his home. Right. He didn't have no friends, Brother Joe. He didn't have uh, no family members. Mm -hmm. But the Bible said that he lived in a tomb. Right, right, right. He lived amongst the buried. Mm -hmm. And all the friends that he had, you understand, was uh, uh, Demons that were living in his life. So this man's life was confused. He was all, all messed up. He had coas in his life. The Bible says that he lived inside of a tomb. And the 
the Bible says that he lived in a cemetery. He said he wasn't there uh, because he wanted to put flowers, you understand, on a relative grave. He wasn't there because he wanted to put flowers on a, 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 a friend grave. Mm -hmm. The Bible says this is the place that he called home. And we think that our life are messed up. Uh, this man has no friends. He has no family members to call on. This man's life was in a messed up way. This man had lost control somewhere down the line. And I want you to understand this morning that just because we have a big house, a car, a nice car, just we have money in the bank, I want to tell you that your life can change overnight. I want to tell you that your life can get out of control on tomorrow. Yeah. On tomorrow, you might lose that house you have today. On tomorrow, you might lose that car that you're driving today. Yeah. On tomorrow, you might lose that bank account. Right. On over hour, I'm telling you that your life can change overnight. Right. So we got to understand that we must, each day that we live on this earth, we got to give God all the credit, and we got to get close to God each and every day. We got to understand because our life will change. Uh, my, my grandson, he, 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 he was going out and to buy Christmas shopping for his kids. And one of his kids had a birthday uh, uh, during uh, the Christmas week. But he never made it back home. Somebody robbed him and shot him in the head. So they life, his kid's life changed all over, uh, all over. His life changed overnight. His mama's life changed overnight. His grandparents' life changed. His brother and sister's life changed overnight. I'm here to tell you this, this morning that your life can change overnight. We understand that we got a good life now. But something can happen to us that our life will get out of control. And we think about uh, 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 the little kid was in, in, in elementary school. He didn't grow up to be a crack smoker. He didn't grow up to be an alcoholic. He didn't grow up to smoke weed. But somewhere down the line, you understand that this, this, this boy got out of control somewhere. And then the little girl that grew up, she didn't grow up to be a prostitute. But somewhere down the line that she, life, got out of control. I'm here to tell you this morning that life would mess you up. Life would pick you up and slam dunk you. We have to stay near to God this morning. I want to thank God this morning that God is still in the fixture business. I know I serve a God, we serve a God that, 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 that can take our broken pieces and put them all back together. We serve a God that, that knows what we're going through. We serve a God that looks high and looks low, but we understand, he understands what we're going through before we know it. All the things we got to do, Brother David, just hold on to his unchanging hand. All the things we got to do is keep on praying because God knows what we're going through. I want to tell you this morning that our life can change. Our life can be a mess on tomorrow. And our life can stay a mess if we don't understand significance of drawing near to him. The Bible says in chapter in verse 9 that Jesus asked this man what was your name? He said oh, my name is Legion. He said I am many. And the word Legion means a regiment. 
a regiment. Roman had a regiment of soldiers, about six thousand dollars. These soldiers would come into your 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 town and they would tear your town up. These soldiers they would come and they would steal all of your stuff and well take your stuff and they would leave you naked. This man, this possessed man by the demon, he say, I am a legion. He say, I have 6,000 demons that inside of me. He said, I deal with these demons every day. I have 6,000 demons that are working in me. He said, I am out of control. I have lost my mind. I am crazy because I'm dealing with these 6,000 demons in me every day. I don't know the where, where I'm going. I don't know where I'm coming thing about this man, Brother Joe, this man didn't have no psychiatrist to go to. Mm. This man was messed up in the mind. He, he didn't have no medicine to take. He didn't have no volume to take to cool him down or to slow him down. This man's life was out of control somehow. I don't know whether he's a member of the regiment or, or, or Roman, but I know that somewhere down the line, this man's life got turned around. His life got out of control. He say, I'm dealing with 6,000, 6,000. That's a lot of demons that you got to deal with. Right. Lord have mercy, I don't want to deal with one. Right. Right. But he said that, listen, I have 6,000 demons that are working in me. Yeah. Yeah. I want you to understand this morning that God can take your messed up life and fix it for you. There are some of you out there this morning in the sound of my voice have a life of a puzzle, a crossword puzzle. You have a life that's a crossword puzzle that's some pieces missing. There are some of you this morning out there have an attitude problem. There are some of you this morning have a marriage problem. There are some of you this morning have a family problem. There are some of you this morning out there have a problem with the preacher. Well, let me tell you something. Don't you miss heaven because you got a problem and you want to let Jesus fix it. <clears throat> I stopped by to tell you this morning that Jesus is in the fixing business. I want you to understand this morning that we have to let Jesus fix our problems. I forget that lady name that she comes on TV and she tries to fix everybody's problem. I, I forgot her name, but I know one thing. She can't fix your problems. Only Jesus can fix your problems this morning. I want to tell you uh, this morning that we need to let Jesus <clears throat> fix our problem. Brother Dexter, can you pick it up in our text in verse 3? And watch what it says. Who had his dwelling among the tombs, uh -huh. and no man could bind him. Mm -hmm. No, not the chains. Mm -hmm. Because he had been often bound with fetters and chains, mm -hmm. and the chains had been plucked asunder by him. Uh-huh. And the fetters broke into pieces, mm -hmm. neither could any man tame him. He said, this chain, they said they'd change him up. Mm -hmm. this, this man was strong. Right, right, right. They, he, they, they said that he would, he said that he would, you see the minute, that he would change up often. I don't know, maybe they would change him, Brother Charles, to keep him hurting himself. Mm -hmm. But he said each time that they changed him up, that he would break the chain, he would smash the shackles. Mm -hmm. This man was out of control. He was out of control. He, 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 he had the demons had to mess up. And I'm trying to tell you about the devil would mess you up sometimes. The devil, the, the devil would have you think that you got it going on. He would have you think that you're living a good life, but on the inside, you are in torment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. 
The devil would mess you up if you're not careful. The devil will put them demons in you if you're not careful. And it went on to say, what does it say? It said, no man could tame it. He was out of control. What does it say, Brother Dexter? But. But. I'm sorry. And. Uh-huh. Always. Yes, sir. Night and day. Yes, sir. He was in the mountains. He said he was in the mountains. What was he doing up there? And in the tombs, crying mm -hmm. and cutting himself with stones. See, he was out of control. He said he was in the mountains and he was howling day and night. He said he was in a tomb. The tomb is a place to where he lived. He didn't have a roof over his head. He didn't have, he didn't, he didn't have no, have no friends. Right. He lived in a tomb. They say the man was in the mountains and he was howling day and night and cut himself with stone. This man was out of control. This man had a bad life. We think that we had a bad life when, when, when stuff go wrong in our life. Mm -hmm. We the Lord have mercy. Yeah. How long, Lord? Yeah, yeah. What have I done deserved this? Mm -hmm. But this man right here lived in a tomb. Lived in a tomb. Think about it. He didn't have friends. He didn't have nobody called Brother Dixon. When I get when I get when I get messed up, I can call somebody. I can call the preachers. I can call one of the brothers. I can call a sister. When I got going through something, I can say, come pray for me. But he didn't have nobody that, that he could call on to pray for him. So he had to deal with the situation that he was in. And I'm telling you, this man was out of control because the demon. Somewhere down in his life, he got out of control. Something happened to him in his life that he lost all focus. Something happened in his life that he just didn't understand what was going on. I'm going to tell you, we got to be careful on this morning. We have to be careful that, that our life don't get out of control. Right. We have to be careful of what we do with our life. Yeah. We have yeah. to be careful what we see and what we talk about. We have to be careful that, that, our, don't, that our life will get out of control. Right. But watch this. And verse 6. What? Mm-hmm. When he saw Jesus afar off, he said, I saw Jesus afar off. What else? He ran and worshipped him. He said, I ran and worshipped him. This man had a problem. He had demons in him. He had demons, 6,000 demons in him. His mind was messed up. But I tell you one thing this morning. When he saw Jesus, right. he understood that Jesus was in the fixing business. All right. And, and, and I don't care what we're going through, uh, how many demons we have, we got to understand that only Jesus can fix our lives. Yes. He yes. said that he saw Jesus and he ran to Jesus and he worshiped Jesus. What does he say? And cried with a loud voice and said, uh -huh, with a loud voice, what have I done to do to do with thee? You know, sometimes we ask God, what have I done to deserve What have I done to deserve this? Most of the time, that God ain't did nothing. We put it on our own self. We, we have to understand that we need to stay in the Bible. We have to understand that we need to read the Bible and meditate on it and do what God's word tells us to do. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we find, our, even Christians, we find ourselves that, that, that not having a good life or we are living in sin for some reason because we won't study God's word. We won't apply God's word. We won't be in compliance to what God has to tell us to make our life Great. Yeah, yeah. We have to understand this morning that we need to draw close to his son. That's right. That's right. A 
Bible said in, in, in James chapter 8, James chapter 4, verse 8, he said, if we draw nigh unto him, he will draw nigh unto us. So we have the saying. But he said in verse 6, he said that uh, 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 that he saw Jesus walk and he ran to Jesus. And the thing I like about it, that he worshiped Jesus. Mm -hmm. Then what else he said, Brother Dixon? The crowd with a loud voice and said, uh -huh. what have I to do with thee, Jesus, mm -hmm. thou son of the utmost high God? Yes, sir. I drew, I drew thee by God that thou torment me not. Okay, listen. So he understood. See, he, see, he understood. He, he was dealing with all these demons, but he still understood that Jesus was in the fixability. Right. See, if he didn't right. understand it, then he wouldn't have ran to Jesus to worship him. You see, you understand what I'm saying? If he did, if he, see, he was out of his mind, but he still had sense enough. To run to Jesus because he knows Jesus was the only somebody could fix his life. Uh -huh. Good point. Good point. Oh, I'm glad that I, I serve a God this morning can fix my old crooked life. All right. I'm glad I, I, you know, I, 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 I think us all the time that that, 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 when I was young, how, how foolish I was. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. How crazy I was. All right. I, I, and, and, and I, I, I couldn't understand, brother. Hey, why God choose me to be who I am today? Because, see, I wasn't no good. When the Bible says about this old filthy rat, I was a dirty, filthy rat. But God fixed my life. He took my life, and he straightened it out. I can remember, Brother Dixon, when I was in Vietnam, I like that old man that didn't believe in God. I couldn't spell Jesus. But when I was in Vietnam, I was getting shot at every day and ducking bullets. When I come to Five Base, the first man I find was the chapel. The Lord have grace for me. I understood. I was just like this man here. I understood that only somebody could fix it was Jesus. That's right. But watch number eight. That's a good point in verse number eight. Now, what it says. What he said unto him, uh huh. Come out of the, of the man, mm -hmm. thou unclean spirit. Listen. In the New, in the new Living Translation, he said that God has already fixed it. Mm -hmm. He said God has already did away with the unclean spirit. All right. All right. And, 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 and see, God knows what we're going through. Yes, he and he knows, he knows that what he knows that whatever we got in our life, and sometimes God has already fixed it, but the problem with us that we won't draw near to God. And we, we try to fix things ourselves, and we get further and further away. The Bible says that God has already fixed it. Matter of fact, up in up in up, up in verse number up in verse number uh, 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 verse number two, he said, and when they uh, had came out of the ship, immediately I met a man, met him out of the tomb, a man that was an unclean spirit. See, God had met him, Jesus had met him already, and probably Jesus had already fixed fixed his situation. All the things Jesus was probably just waiting for him to come and run to him mm -hmm. and worship him. Mm -hmm. And we just think about this morning that how many problems that we've been through. Right. Uh, how many times that we've been down. How many loved ones that we have lost. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes God just waiting on us. Jesus just waiting on us to draw near to him. Right. See, when you like that from God, you, you're in a bad situation. Mm -hmm. But you got to draw near to God what God can say a fix in your life. Right, 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 right. Many times, hope we understand this morning that 
God can fix our life. Over in chapter 5, that was a lady that had a blood problem. And she'd be going to the doctor and couldn't nobody fix her. Right. Uh, matter of fact, she was spending money, and the money she spent, she was getting worse. Mm -hmm. But she heard about Jesus. She right. said, if I can get through the crowd and just search mm -hmm. his road, then I will heal. Yeah, yeah. That was a man in chapter in chapter in the, um, Mark chapter 2, a paralyzed man, laying flat on the back. And they heard that Jesus was in the fixing business. So he ran to the house, and the house was full because they knew that Jesus was in the fixing business. And they said they had to let him up, and had to cut a hole in the roof and let him down. And the Bible, and Jesus looked at him, and he said, because of your faith that you are saved. I'm here to tell you this morning, there is something that you must do in order for God to fix your life. I want to tell you this morning, these are the things, I got a little bit, but I want you to see it. The Bible said, that the first thing that you may have need is a assuring face. Uh, you cannot serve God without assuring faith. Right. I mean, a, a pure heart. I'm sorry, without without a heart, a true and pure heart. It's necessary for us to see God. It is necessary. Our heart has to be pure. Our heart has to be sincere. I'm talking about our mind, not here. Right. It has to be sincere. It has to be pure. And, and, and it is necessary that we, we see God. In Hebrews 10 and 22, the Bible says, Let us draw near with the true heart and full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and a body washed with pure water. There are three components in this text that we need to have to draw near to the Father right. and right. to the Son and the Holy Spirit. A true heart assures faith and a clean conscience. Can I add two more? All right. We need to have, we need to submit to God. We need to risk, uh, resist the devil. This morning we need to have a pure heart. We need to have faith. We need to have a clean in conscience. This morning I want you to, this morning uh, we must look at Sure faith. Hebrews 11 and 6 say, without faith is impossible to serve God. Mm -hmm. and, 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 and Hebrews 10 and 22, he said, let us draw near to God. Mm -hmm. We must have a clean conscience. And next we must have, uh, uh, we, we, must, we, we must submit to God. All right, all right. We must resist. Somebody read that for me, James 4. Let's read that, what it says. He's <clears throat> Yeah, that's James chapter 4, verse 7. This is what it said. I'm going to tie both of these in together. Matter of fact, brother, let's read James 4 through 10 for me, if you don't mind. James 4, 1 through 10? James chapter 4, verse 7 through 10. Submit yourselves, therefore, to God. He says, submit yourself, therefore, to God. Resist the devil, mm -hmm. and he will flee from you. He said, if you see, see, that's the problem sometimes. We allow the devil to put things so fun us to look that's so good, that tastes good, that it's hard to resist it. All right, all right, all right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's, that's the truth. Yeah. Because, see, I've been there. The devil put stuff in front of me that I that I know I had no been doing, but it looks so good yeah. and it tastes so good that I can't resist it. Yeah. Right. And so he'll never flee from me. Right. 
But see, you got to read. In order to draw near to God and Christ and the Son, brother, in 2021, that you got to resist the devil. You got to submit to God. What does he say? Draw nigh to God, mm -hmm. and he will draw nigh to you. Yes, sir. Cleanse your hands, ye sinners, uh -huh. and purify your hearts, ye double-minded. Uh-huh. See, 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 see we, we can't think one way and, and think another way. We, we, we can't sin all week, and then we come here on Sunday and think we can praise God to the highest. All right, all right. Good point. Can I say it again? Uh, we, we can't serve. We can't serve the devil all week. And then come here on Sunday and think we can serve God to the highest. All right. He said, "Resist the devil." Yeah. And in 2021, I, we need to resist the devil more. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, sometimes I, 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 you know, all those have thoughts, and sometimes I have some bad thoughts, and I got to say, "Look him, you know, free from me, devil," mm -hmm. because I know that I don't think like that. Right. So it got to be him that's making me think like that. We got to flee from it. What does it say? Be afflicted and mourn uh -huh. and weep. Yes, sir. Let your laughter be turned to mourning and your joy to heaviness. Lord have mercy. Say that again, brother. Let your laughter be turned to mourning and your joy to heaviness. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord. Say, humble yourself in the sight of the Lord. And he shall lift you up. He shall lift you up. Jesus said, humble yourself. He said, humble yourself. Uh, Jamie, brother, said, humble yourself. Unto the Lord, and he will lift you up. Mm -hmm. I'm glad that Jesus this morning is in the fixing business. Yep. I'm glad that I know somebody that I can go through, no matter how, how my life looks or, yeah, or yeah. what shape my life is. Yeah, yeah. I know I can be on, on the bed. Yeah. I know yeah. I can be sick, but I yeah. understand that Jesus can fix it. Yeah. All yeah. I got to do is just draw near to him and have yeah. the faith. All right. I got to submit to him. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's the problem sometimes that we not submit to God. We walk around here thinking, the Lord, what, 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 what going on in my life? Because some reason why you haven't submit, submit to God. All right, all right, tell the truth. We had a bad year last mm -hmm. year. Everybody had a bad year mm -hmm. last year. But I'm here to tell you, we lost loved ones, we yeah. lost friends. Yeah, yeah. But God is still in the fixing business. Yeah. God is still in the fixing business. You understand this morning that God is still in control. Although we had a bad year, that year's gone, we can't bring it back. So what we have to look to this year is to look for God. And I guarantee you, if we draw near to God, that he's going to shower more blessings than we ever had before. We think 20 was bad, but I'm trying to tell you this morning, I believe that God is going to fix a whole lot of things this year. It may not come in two months. It may not come in six months. But I believe that God can, I know that God can fix this world. Mm -hmm. We just have to be with as Christians, we have to keep on praying. All right. And the last one I want to deal with this morning is that uh, uh, you must have a clean conscience. And Hebrews, uh, brother, brother, uh, I'm reading from the New Living Translation. Brother, brother, Tony, you have that fucking, this is what it says. And so, dear brothers and sisters, we can boldly enter heaven's most holy place because of the blood of Jesus. Yes, sir. By his death, Jesus opened a new and life-giving way through the curtain into the most holy place. And since we have a great high priest who rules over God's house, let us go right into the presence of God with sincere hearts, fully trusting him. For our guilty consciences have been sprinkled with Christ's blood 
to make us clean, and our bodies have been washed with pure water. Let us hold tightly without wavering to the hope we affirm, for God can be trusted to keep his promise. Let us think of ways to motivate one another to acts of love and good works, and let us not neglect our meeting together, as some people do, but encourage one another, especially now that the day of his return is drawing near. You must hear. You must hear the gospel. And First Corinthians chapter fifteen, verse one through three. Over, brother, I declare unto you that the gospel that I preach unto you. He said, "Why by you were saved, unless you believe in vain?" He said, "I first delivered unto you how Christ died, and He was buried, and He rose on the third day. That is the gospel. You must hear the gospel. You must obey the gospel. Not only that, you must repent of your sins. But what repent? Repent is repent is just making a change. Then you must confess the sweetest name in heaven." The sweetest name ever walked on earth, my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Jesus said, if you confess me before men, I will confess you before my Father. If you deny me before men, I will deny you before my Father. I'm here to tell you this morning that your life can be fixed, that your life, your sin can be washed away. If you just hear, believe, confess, and repent your sin, the last one that you must be baptized in the water, grave of baptism. The Bible says in Romans chapter 6 that when you come up out that water, he say you walk in the newness of life. I'm saying you don't have to be baptized. But that was Matthew. He told the disciples to go out into the world and baptize those, and those that believe and is baptized shall be saved. So you have to be baptized. Even Paul, when 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 God, when Jesus called him on the road of the message, they sent somebody to him to teach him the gospel. 
And he said, why tarry? Paul arise and be baptized. Even the unit was baptized. So the one, you have to be baptized. Baptism, he says in Romans, that as many that put on Christ were baptized that put on Christ. Baptism wash your sins away. Even on the day of day of Pentecost, Peter preached that first sermon. They asked him, said, Brother, well, what shall we do? He said, Everlasting one to be baptized in the name of the Father and the Son of the Holy Spirit. Now watch this. He gives you the gift of the Holy Spirit. All right. All right. He gives you something, the gift of the Holy Spirit. You Don't you think one time that if you hadn't been baptized the right way that you got the gift of the Holy Spirit? I don't know about laying these hands on folks. I don't know about all that, but I do know that I got the gift of the Holy Spirit. Not to lay hands, but right. the Holy Spirit guides me to all righteousness. And thank God for it. This morning, if you hadn't submitted to God, this should be your New Year's resolution that I'm going to draw near to his son. Oh, you're going to break all the rest of them. You're gonna, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to gain weight. I'm going to lose weight. Like a while, you get good. You look like me. You're going to lose weight. You're going to stop exercising. You're going to get tired. But it's one that you shouldn't break. You shouldn't break this morning that you're going to get draw, <clears throat> that you're going to draw near to his son or draw closer to his son. That should be on your agenda all this year. Oh, yeah. Matter of fact, you should start today and say, Lord, fix my life. Here I am. Fix it. Or here I am. Send me. You know, we, we a lot of things happening in 2020. You know, we, we, we miss calling folks. We miss checking on folks. We miss checking on the other, the elderly brother. Today is the day to start. This day, what it is, 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 is quarter to uh, 20 minutes to 11. This hour, this day, is the day that you need to start drawing closer with God. Start walking with God. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. If you look at your life, God done brought us a mighty long way. If you look at your life, we had some ups and we had some downs. But we still standing. We standing by the grace of God. We still standing because God loves us so much that he wakes us up every morning. I like what the killer has to say that each morning that God refresh his mercy and his grace. Each morning that we get some, we serve a good God. So in 2021, let's get God all that we can give him. Let God fix your life is messed up. If you got sin in your life, if you got problems uh, with your family, go to your family and let God fix it. If you got problems with your relationship or with your wife, let go to God and let him fix it. If you got a problem with anybody, go to God and let him fix it because he is Jesus is in the fixing business. If we stand and sing the invitation song, I want you to think about it this morning. If you want to get